0: Hello and welcome to the Two Farming Crawfords podcast, where two Scottish farming crawfords talk loosely about farming and the trials and tribulations of farming life.
1: What have you been up to this week, Crawford?
0: This week we have been cutting some wheat again and uh, sprayed off some barley the other night as well. In fact, the other morning, because I couldn't get it done tonight. Um, So that's the first spring barley sprayed off, ready to go in about a week or ten days time. You you almost finished your wheat then? Yeah, one field to go. we got rained off on... Friday night, same as us. Yeah, just about. Yeah, so close. Another four hours, we would have had it finished.
1: And it wasn't the forecast was rain for two in the morning. Yeah, there was a wee maybe hint at eight o'clock, and we were expecting two in the morning. We'd just keep going till yeah, then. Yeah, But then it came at half five.
0: Yeah, so I was like, oh well, we'll go, we'll a go, we'll go to the go <laughs>
1: We didn't just have one field to finish, but we would have got the field we were in finished. Yep. Moved in the rain, fueled up, ready to go when it's dry. But no.
0: Uh, so we actually got the field finished. It was just. The mist, it was only like misty rain. It wasn't the proper yeah, rain. Yeah, yeah, the drizzle. Yeah, but it was just kind of hovering over us. So we had like three passes left. It was like, well, horse that in the combine. It's not getting wet that fast. Yeah. yeah. So wheat, for the listeners, is interesting. in It's different to barley in collecting moisture. So it's harder to dry out because the husks are so thick. You have like three layers of husk really before you get to the grain. So it takes ages for it to get wet if it's just like a misty rain, but it also takes ages for it to dry. Yeah, it's yeah. not like barley will dry a percent an hour in the wind, it's
1: great. And then you add oats on top of that, they dry like an instant. Really? So the last crop we always cut is spring oats. Right. And we just, if we get through all this spring barley um, and, and wheat, we're laughing. Because the oats, even if it's soaking wet, give them half an hour and they're bone dry.
0: Other than, Now, does, does the, I've heard stories of being a wet night, the grain is dry... But the stock is filled with water.
1: Yeah, the, the stock can be, but we, we chop all that straw anyway. It can be or a bit hard going on there. Is it not inside of
0: the combine too much?
1: Uh, it can be a bit harder going on the chopper, right. on the combine, but the actual grain when you're combining so it, it might, is fine. Like,
0: from a rub-out sample by hand to a combine sample might be, like, what, a percent or so different?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. And it's because it, the, the grain heads on, on oats, they're all spread out, um, versus yeah. like your wheat and barley, they're all within... In a single row. Yeah, they're within five centimetres of yeah. each other. Yeah. Whereas you've got... 20, 30 centimetres between everything.
0: Interesting question here then, just talking about rows, rows of crop, your winter barley, mm-hmm. do you grow a two row or a six row winter barley? Two row. I think it's better.
1: Reasoning? No idea. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah, Dad's kind of kept down the two rows. We grow a lot of seed as well, so we almost get kind of dictated what we're growing as well a little yeah. bit. Um But yeah, all two rows. All,
0: so, again, for the listeners, if you're not farming, by uh, saying two row or six row, they sometimes call that a hybrid barley, don't they? I think.
1: I don't know if you get hybrids of both or if it's just. Yeah. So, a
0: six row is literally you've got your stock, you put your finger up, and you can see that's the, that's the, the, the shaw, if you like, of the crop. A regular barley head will have one row up your left hand side of the finger, one row up your right hand side of the finger, end of. Whereas a six row has a hexagonal shape of barley all the way up the stem the head of it anyway, and it's meant to be a higher yielding but it's never as big a grain so there's more husk, there's less pro- there's le- there'll be less protein in it I think because the way there's more husk. Certainly when we, we bought some for feeding cattle with and there wasn't the same content feeding value out of it there at, not? as there was from a two row, okay. so a much bigger chunkier grain in a two
1: row. Yeah, it's shorter heads, fatter.
0: Fatter grains and yeah. just better, yeah, so we're now all that.
1: Does the job. Anyway, yeah. this, well, this What have you up to? Well, it wasn't really this week, but we opened our sunflowers. That was probably a couple of weeks ago. Wow. So, for who doesn't know, we, we grow a field of sunflowers. We've done it for... This is the third season, and it's kind of alongside a farm shop. And it's, it's 13 acres this year. We grow the sunflowers. We then cut a big old path into it. <laughs> Crawford's playing some music he's no, trying I'm to tra- find something tra- tra- on I'm his tra- I'm phone I'm
0: trying to find something on my phone because it's to do with sunflowers <laughs> anyway <found> yeah
1: <laughs> sunflowers Yes, yeah, so we grow that and we basically do it as a as a, as a trail for people and families there's games to play and stuff like that so that's opened and the crop this year has been brilliant
0: looks like a great incomer for people actually to the shop
1: yeah it's it, it brings a new market it's a different market completely and um, it's and it completely it disrupts the shop a bit really? because so normally in a farm shop it's like Relatively steady, you know when it's going to be busy, you know Easter, summer holidays when the kids are off, run up to Christmas, Mother's Day, Father's Day, they are like the busiest times and it's the same every year and we know it. The sunflowers, we know it's going to be busy and it's an extreme version of busy but we don't know very precisely where that's going to land. Right. Like all the other dates of the year that are busy, we know exactly when... Is that calendar date? Yeah. The mm. sunflowers, it's like I think they're going to open that weekend, but it's really we're still learning because the third year, and this was the best year we've done for timing it and knowing or thinking we want to open it then, let's sow them then, and hopefully mm. we'll get it right, which we we did. We wanted to be open for some of the school holidays because you can fill out the weekdays, yeah. and it's not just the weekends which are crazy. Is there
0: a few folk growing them up here now for these kind of trails, or have, are you kind of the pioneer? You guys a pioneer, pioneer of like growing it this far north? You like so? You do know sowing date will be different than it is in like Shropshire, or, yeah. or even so, Yorkshire. It'll be very different.
1: Before we had grown them, I didn't know, but I wasn't looking. But I didn't know of any sunflowers growing in Scotland. Yeah, there probably will have been the odd bit and bob here and there, but now there's loads of them. So uh, we did. We did it three years ago, and it went mental. We didn't yeah. expect it to go like it did, because it, it's it's a picture opportunity. Yes, and that's that's like. We've kind of just realized that's the way to market something is just make a picture opportunity. Yeah. You get so the first year we did it, first weekend, a few people came, some of the normal, regular customers went round it, and then the people that did took the odd picture to put it on social media. We're like, all right, that went okay. Hopefully we'll get a bit busier. Yeah. Through the week, quiet. Next weekend, oh, it's quite a bit busier this weekend. And all those people then took pictures. The weekend after that, oh, Oh, fucking <laughs> heck, this is, this is getting very busy. You this ended up in the news, didn't you? Not quite that weekend. the final weekend, the Saturday, it was like, this is mayhem. It's the busiest we've, busiest day we've ever had in a farm shop by a country mile. It was carnage. We blocked the roads. There was Smiley's were lifting potatoes there. Oh, they're, my they're tractors and trailers were stuck in the queue. I was like, and I had to go out at about half two uh, in the afternoon. Me and Dad were basically in the car park all day moving cars about, it oh was man. mental. And at half two we had to just decide this is too crazy, pull the plug. Yeah. And I went out, walked down the main road and told probably 50 cars that were on the main road, I'm really sorry, we're closed. And oh. you know, there were, most people were uh, a bit gutted, but yeah. Understandable, but you got the odd um, people giving me a hiding. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've come from Inverness. I've come from here, and it's like I'm really sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Can't do anything about this. So we've learned from that, and the last two years have been ticketed, so we can control all that.
0: That makes a lot of sense, and you can you can then you'll be able to see when folk are coming, and you can yeah yeah you can control it. So with the sunflowers, one of our listeners has sent me a, an, an Instagram reel of somebody's sunflowers, and I'll just play it. And <laughs> there's a guy down south.
1: Excuse Clothes on around the sunflowers. I've this morning has come from a sunflower farm who urged visitors to stay clothed after reports of naked photo shoots among the flowers. The farm? Have the you ha- have you had any naked photo shoots in the flowers? No, but I've seen, <laughs> I've been sent that a loads. It's been in the news. It was basically it was on BBC main page. Yeah. That uh, basically nude people were taking pictures in the sunflowers for whatever it was. Yeah. I don't know. And it Could was have been some calendar. The news. <laughs> good marketing, though. No? Yeah, yeah. If anyone wants to come and get naked at our sunflowers next year for Just marketing. book in first so you know when to shut the, for the rest of the yeah, 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 yeah. For all the kids firing about. We do get some odd requests. You get some people messaging that have, like... And there's nothing against people who do... How do you get... Lingerie pole dancing. <laughs> <laughs> requesting to do a photo shoot, photo shoot with uh in their lingerie on a on a pole. It's like, well, I don't really think that suits the, the, the ethos image. of all the kids' games about and stuff like yeah. that. Like, for now we'll decline it. Yeah. Maybe maybe in the future.
0: <laughs> well we had, um years ago uh when we used to employ him as well, um we got a phone call one night from him. And just like, oh, how your day go today? Yeah, interesting one today. Um, was I think I think he might have been ploughing the field or so. And there was this really old building at the corner of the field. Like the wooden roof was a total wave. And he um, he ended up sort of going over to this building for lunch. And his folk were there. There's a car and there's two ladies not wearing a lot. And uh, there was a guy with a camera. He was taking pictures of them in front of this old house. And then he ended up getting a picture for his phone. Uh, it was one of the girls against his against the wheel arch of his tractor. <laughs> 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 just randomly in the corner of the field. <laughs> so yeah, couldn't believe it. So <laughs> stuff you find, eh?
1: Right, okay. Yeah, I've, it, I've lost my where's my phone gone?
0: To your left hand side. No, oh, gee. He's just dropped his phone, he's had a mare on my chair, swallowed his phone for him.
1: Right. <laughs> nice claps okay.
0: and wing back wing back chair.
1: Anyway, so topics for the week you suggested best way to make sure you get yourself off the farm semi regularly. Yeah. So we did I can't remember when, whether this was in a, an episode we've already put out or not. There's a few that are in limbo right now. <laughs> um so yeah, how do how do you get off the farm?
0: Um so my main way of getting off the farm is the bike, my push bike. Um don't, I'm not I don't have enough money for a motorbike. Um so yeah, push biking with my pals, mountain biking. And we'll go out a few nights a week if we can or weekends. I do apologise, lads. I've missed the last few because the harvest was just, early for us.
1: Just as well, you're not a road biker or else we'd probably lose a few listeners.
0: Oh, I mean I mean over well, they lost their bike racks. That's the only thing I can think of when I see a road biker. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> oh, it's so frustrating. I and mean, the thing is, with road biking, all power to you to go out and cycle if you don't have a hill to go on or get off the road. But the thing is, I don't feel if I was on a road, I don't feel safe enough. Because there's so many dafties in the road. If I get yeah. hit by a car, I'm dead. If I hit a tree, it's my fault.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. But, and then there's like, yeah, when you're driving the tractor, that's a whole podcast is road etiquette road users. for farmers and other both car Both ways drivers. as well, to be
0: fair. You get mad tractor drivers as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, definitely,
1: definitely. You get both ways. And we're we're probably a bit biased towards the farmer side of things. <laughs> and, but there will be a lot of dodgy farm drivers. Yeah. But yeah, mountain biking. I'll need to come out with you sometime.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it's honestly it's really good fun. Absolutely love it. And we don't... We tend to sometimes go a bit mad, um, but we've done races and things like that as well. Like this year, we did an enduro race in in, uh, in Dunkeld, so it was a just a one day. Or there was, you could do the two days, but we, we weren't fit enough for that. And um, so you, do, you get timed on your downhills, you don't get timed on your entire day. Okay. But you have to cycle to the top. Yeah, yeah. But it's like climb, climbing Burnham Hill twice, and then another track halfway up Burnham Hill, which is above the train station, and then. There's no gondola. No, <laughs> just the big pins. That's all. That's getting oh you to the gee, top of that. I'd, I'd have so, no yeah, use. It's really, really good fun. I really enjoy it. But then, so that's that's like a fitness side of getting off the farm um, for me anyway. What's your kind of? Do you do a fitness thing? Take off the farm?
1: Uh, I play football every Tuesday. Yeah. Um, which is good. I Five play, a side or proper? Uh, seven to ten a side. It's not a full pitch. It's half a pitch. Right. It, the pitch suits eight, but we've got a lot of people in the group chat, so it ends up being ten a side. Um, so that gets me off the farm a bit, which is. Good. I need. I want to play more, because oh my fitness isn't quite. Once a week isn't enough. I don't think no. to actually build a decent level. No. But and then you can be.
0: You can be. You can be fat thin. So. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like I. If folk haven't met me, which I've met a few folk. <laughs> 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 I'm. Maybe maybe more spherical than than, than 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 others. That's
1: some way of putting it. Spherical. I mean
0: it really streamlined, you know, it's the, the perfect uh, air, 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 aerodynamic yeah. shape is teardrop. I'm the most aerodynamic person going around here. Like, so <laughs> so um, but uh Oh yeah, I was a fat thin. So like, I don't look very fit. But I, if I've been out the bike a fair bit, I can, can get pedal a lot of folk yeah, going yeah. up the hill. You know, I'm still not. Yeah, very there's fast. a lot of
1: people like that, you're like Ah, they they look—they don't look too good. No, this, this sounds like I'm having a dig at you. Don't look too good. No, don't look like they could put go for a run or go for a cycle. Run the yeah, length yeah, of them. But a so lot I'm of them sorry. can. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, especially if they've got an electric motor halfway. Can I,
1: if I come, can I hire a bike somewhere? Or how does that work?
0: Yeah, yeah we've also got
1: various spare bikes as well.
0: All right, but okay. yeah, croft they hire bikes, which is great. Good shout out to Croft,
1: Great business. Oh, could, give good me mo- a shout next time we go in yeah I, yeah. As well as that, actually, uh, Crawford asked me what I've been doing today. I went surfing actually in Saint Andrews. Today. Oh, wait, really? Yeah, yeah. It was good. I've been a few times. I want to do it more. Um, I've, on holiday, I've surfed a couple of times, and I've got a wee surfboard and a wetsuit. I was going to say, it's such board? a cheap sport. Yeah. If you, well, we're not near the sea, but to get to Saint Andrews, it's 45-50 minutes. Yeah. So it's not that bad. Chuck the board. Once you've bought a board and a wetsuit, you're know away. The sea is free. Yeah. So, which is very true yeah yeah it's a cheap sport I'd like to get a paddleboard yeah I've never tried that Let's I quite like something that gets your adrenaline going yeah that's I like the bike for me yeah you'll get that in the downhill biking yeah yeah. because I like skiing football's more than just a fitness thing of running he's about by I really it's like it he's not
0: skiing he's a scraper he's a boarder
1: boarder yeah <laughs> I'm a, a, a boarder <laughs> scraper I like to get away snowboarding at least at least once a year Um do you try and get away once a year?
0: Yeah, it's S- good skiing. Good to yeah. Skiing is usually the way I get away. Um, I don't. I want. I want to do more UK holidays.
1: I don't have a big. That doesn't. I don't. It's good to
0: be a tourist in your own town, though. Surely. Yeah, not in your own town, but your own country. So I'm staying so
1: in the UK. If I'm staying in the UK, I'm just quite happy at home.
0: <laughs> right. I want to go out west, I've got the tent now, so I want to go out west, I want to go further up north and, yeah. and down to Cornwall, go surfing. Go down to Cornwall and go surfing. Yeah. And yeah, like, you know, there's, there's things like that, you know, I'd like to just tour a bit, a bit more. And then go away, yeah, try and go skiing once a year. If I can't go skiing, not, not the end of the world, I we'll would do something else instead. Go on a cycling holiday. We've talked about going on cycling holidays a few times, we've never done it yet, but that's another way to do it.
1: Um, I'd say that if I got into cycling downhill, that would also suit me, because for me, if I'm going away, I like well for a ski holiday. You go, you fly there, you arrive. You probably arrive at night. You go to, you drink a few beers, you go to bed. You wake up, you ski or snowboard all day. You come in, have tea, drink a few more beers, go out, go to sleep, and just do that for seven days. Yeah, eat, no, sleep, ski, repeat. You don't need to think <laughs> of a thing.
0: And the après is always good fun.
1: Yeah, loads of beers. And you wake up because you're in altitude. I don't know if it's the fresh air or what it is, but you don't feel too bad. No. You actually need a holiday once you come home. Yeah. <laughs> That's I why think I like a biking it. holiday
0: would be a bit different. I don't think there'd be as much drinking on a biking holiday because I don't know if I'd want to go down a slope on a bike hungover like you would on a skis. Do you think? No, I would, I would very much want my vision fully
1: awake. With the skiing, I feel like you wake up hungover, but as soon as you hit the slopes and you're up the top and you've done one run, you're... I've been Golden. on a few
0: chairlifts with folk who look green, really, really green. <laughs> They're about to fill their boots with, you know, by leaning over the pole. You're It's like, oh, just hang on, man, we're nearly at the top. Hang on, hang sick, on. Sick of off the gondola. Yeah, it's like, it's
1: <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, The last ski trip we went on last year, we went to Valteren, and it was Valteren, for anyone who doesn't know, it's quite a student area. Um, and I'm not a student anymore, but I'm <laughs> still joining in. Um, and we're, the, what day was it? I think it was either Friday or Saturday, our last day, and we're, going up this chair which goes over Folly Deuce and yeah. Folly Deuce is just a, a big a big bar party bar that's open for 3-4 hours oh, in the afternoon Christ. up the top of the slope and it's, <laughs> it's it's awesome it's great we weren't at it we were just going over the top but down below everyone was just leaving Folly Deuce at this point absolutely man. steaming drunk and reach. you see all these guys trying to get down the slope and a lot of them have come for the boozing and they can't ski yeah and then you add the booze on top of the fact they can't ski, <laughs> and it is absolute carnage. You can sit and watch that all day.
0: Yeah, there's another one in, in uh, Val d'Isere, and yeah. it's it's actually at the top of a gondola. So there's bounces at the door as you leave to go, no, you're not skiing. Is yeah, get your skis, you're going on that lift. No way are you skiing down, because the, 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 the put my teeth in, I shall try it again. The skiing down from there was at one point in the women's downhill, <laughs> so it's not an easy slope. Imagine that.
1: <laughs> I don't think I've been there. I've been, teen, I think Teen has one as well, which you have to, before you get back into Teen, you have to go down a wee slope and up a chairlift.
0: You know, that's the that's that's very same one. So, teen, is, teen and Valdezero oh, are the they're, same. they're they like in, the, each it's other. in the middle hill.
1: Yeah, so if you're staying in Teen. Yeah, you've yeah.
0: got to leave early to get the final lift back over to Teen. Yeah, the, the teen final again. lift. Yeah. I remember
1: leaving there when I was at uni, left there with. F- however many hundred other people that were going yeah. back to the same valley and there was this <laughs> Irish boy next to me and he could not ski and he binned it uh, and his his binding snapped and he couldn't get his ski back on and a gondola was about to leave and that was the last one and if you don't make but that I... you're down into Val and you have to get a bus for yeah. three hours that costs you 200 euros Yeah, so I was like nope <laughs> <laughs> see you you're later mate. <laughs> by. I'll see you tomorrow <laughs> and that was all
0: yeah, the best apree I've been out is again Val d'Azur has the best apree and it's actually in uh, uh, Cockerico, and it's just unbelievable uh, the, there's a live band from like 5 till 6 but then 6 o'clock comes and then if the band's been really good everybody's hyped up but that doesn't fully matter because the very first song every night is uh, ACDC Thunderstruck and then <laughs> every night every night and unbelievable it gets the place going there's like flames coming at the top of the building and everything it's incredible it gets you absolutely going <laughs> what's that in Val as well. Valdezir. Right in the town.
1: I'm just looking at it. We're, we're just organising a trip for... We've booked flights for January, so need to figure out where we're going to go to. But. Anyway, back fun. to actually Back to farming, farming eh? <laughs> That's how you get away. But like, we, another, are, we are actually farmers, apparently. Yeah. We don't just go on holidays all year. Yeah. Another good way to get away
0: uh, is uh, weekly, just about if you can, is a bit of young
1: farmers.
0: Mm-hmm. So the amount of young farmers clubs in the country is, you know, there's not one, there's not one far away from anybody. So a really good way to get into sort of networking and skills building and leadership skills and oh, the amount of competitions you can do and folk you meet, networking you do, learning how to drink beer as well, so a big part of it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I get a good few people through YouTube asking me, or young guys asking, how do I get into farming or how do I find jobs in farming? And I say... Go and try apprenticeships, go and try this, that, and the other. But young farmers is a good way to find a job as well.
0: It can be, yeah, because you do farm tours and things, and, and yeah. there's other other farming families that are in it, and there's non farming families that are in it, which is great. Yeah, you've so got to make get, connections. People get a bit worried, like, they're like, oh, it's young farmers, I'm not a farmer, I can't come. Yes, you can. Yeah. 100%.
1: It's just, it's a. If you have a, a vague interest in farming at all, then yeah. you'll yeah.
0: enjoy it. It's just a youth group, but yeah, we'll, we'll try and see if we can get a a representative of the Young Farmer movement yeah, on we the, we the can podcast do that. one day, that'd be great.
1: Okay, so I was suggesting we talk a wee bit about tech and farming, mm. and also if the good points, and the there is bad points in my in my view, oh, yeah. to tech and farming. So well, straight off the bat, I think technology and farming, it's not just technology, it's the size of machinery that's got bigger over the years, has yeah. reduced the, the volume of people on farms, and I think that's a bad thing.
0: Well, do you think... I don't know which In way around ways. that is. I wonder if the kit's got bigger because there's less folk on farm. So you've had to buy a bigger kit to cover the ground faster because you can't, you, there isn't as many people there to, that want to take the jobs.
1: I, I'd i say things got, I would say it's the other way, I'd say it's kit got bigger which reduced the volume of people required rather than the other way around. Although, Chicken and egg. Yeah, six and a half a dozen, but that's yeah. what's happened. And then there's less people on farms and I think that's, it's, Good for your costs, I guess, because you're you've got less wage bill versus what output you're doing. Yeah. Um, but there's less of a like a I don't know if community is the right word, or It kind of is the right Maybe word. Is, there's yeah. less of a atmosphere. There's less going on, and for me, the more that's going on on the farm, it makes it a better place to be, more fun. Yeah. And it's more if it's more fun, you do better work if you enjoy. Definitely,
0: it. Definitely, yeah. I mean, you look at like so the ground we run, um. Probably used to employ, I don't actually know, I'd need to ask one of the family, but it'll be 30 odd folk easily for timers. And then at potato lifting time, you would get squads of like 15 to 20 odd a day in for lifting one field. And then you would get, uh, you'd have school kids coming in to do tatty picking. You'd get school kids in the springtime helping pick stones out of the fields after the drill. Um, So, you know, so much work was done. I actually found in my Back of the shed when I was I was doing one up last year, I found this broom handled bit of kit with a what looked like a seed cutter at the at the bottom end of it, uh-huh. single row cutter, <laughs> and I think it was for patching in um, bits of like a turnip or carrot seed,
1: right? That yeah. The
0: planters had missed. You'd go along and you'd all, each folk would have one of these. One you, wouldn't, of these drills. you wouldn't dare do that anymore. And it's like because it probably had like a covering harrow and everything. It had like an yeah. opener and a covering harrow and this one's well, broom handle. Well, that's an incredible bit of kit. So it's quite cool when you see all the kit used to get used. Like an acre. Do you know why an acre is called an acre? Or like the size of it is given its size? No. Because it matches into nothing. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't? It matches nothing. I couldn't actually tell you the amount of square feet it is. But it is what a a horse should have been able to plough with a single furrow plough in a day. Is that right? That's why an acre is an acre. Wow. Well, the size of roughly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the average size that a horse would plough in a day. One
1: plough... One man. One acre. That's what they call an acre. Wow. Yeah.
0: Whereas a hectare of ten thousand square meters is two point four seven acres. That's the conversion. Shared what do action. you what
1: do you use on your farm?
0: Um, we've now managed to basically fully convert everything gets done in hectares and kilos and <laughs> kilos per hectare, seeds per square meter. Everything yeah. is squared. Our we're, weight is all
1: kilos, but we're still. The only thing some that's
0: acres. still acres for us is yield. But I'm now converting my own calibration to hectares, tonnage per hectare.
1: Yeah, it's quite an easy one because it's just 2.5 basically.
0: Oh, it's not quite 2.5. If one needs to be accurate, it's 2.47. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if you're doing it in your head, it's 2.5. <laughs> uh, right. I still got to calculate it right. <laughs> Sometimes two plus I'm, a little I'm bit. I'm far too late to get that right. <laughs> so that's the only thing that's um, st- is still in acres. But interestingly, there's farms in the area who um, everything's still in acres. Mm. There's guys talking fluid ounces for sprays, they oh, talk they're talking units per acre of fertilizer. And it's like a unit, what I used to get told when I went and spread fertiliser or oh, that you used to you need to spread that many units on, or like how many bags? A oh, hundred weight. Yeah. I I I mean, I went contracting one day and I made a big, big boob Yeah. I made a proper boob when I went contracting. And uh, it was fertiliser spreading for for somebody along the road. And uh, went into the yard in the morning. And the father of the of the farm said, Yep, a uh, bag to the acre. I was like, sure. He goes, Yep. I said, that sounds like an awful heavy rate. This is spring barley, malting barley top dressing. And I said, You sure that's the rate? Yep, that's the rate you want to go on. Right? Fine. Okay. So this is like 27% stuff. Yeah. Chapped into the screen. That's what I want to put on. So the bag is uh, uh, and I was, oh sorry, you mean a hundred weight? And he goes, Yes, hundred weight. I was like, Quite not 600 kilos eight, a hectare. <laughs> I was like, my god, right? No, 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 100 kilos. I tightened it up to 247. There we go, that's a bit better. And then uh, did the first field, and the sun came in uh, when he, they were planting potatoes as well. Son came in, and he says, How are you getting on? I said, I'm getting on grand. Yeah, that's me done in your first field there. spent this many bags. And he's like, What? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, Yeah, that's what your dad told me to do. And he says, What did you tell you? So, said, Bag to the acre. And then I, my brain went, you muppet, that's 50 kilos. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. 100 weight, for the folk that don't know, is, I don't know why it's ever called 100 weight. It's called, it's 50 kilos. Yeah, it's 50 <laughs> kilos. There's nothing 100 about it. it maybe 50 pounds, 100 pounds maybe.
1: There's probably some logic somewhere, but we don't know it, so we'll take the rick yeah, out of it. It's like,
0: oh, there's 14 this and there's 15 that and this same weight as that. And like, what? <laughs> Just make it
1: square. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, I can deal with acres... And if everything's in kilos, acres, hectares, that's all right, because kind of, everyone in Scotland uses either hectares or acres, and they're all swapping and chopping and changing. Yeah. So that's easy, but yeah, when you added fluid ounces. Oh, yeah. No. I no have chance. been
0: given, I've got a fair sheet that I was given the uh, units per acre and then conversion to make kilos per hectare. Right. And I couldn't tell you the conversion of them on the top of my head because I've never used it, because I just said, you know, I, I was very much, nope, we're not talking in this gibberish (laughs) we're talking (laughs) proper weights (laughs) nothing of nothing nonsense it's just make it simple
1: if everything was metric life would be so simple
0: yeah and then you go to a piece of kit that's built in France and everything's an imperial bloody bolt it's like like, why is this M12 not fitting oh because it's a three quarter size bolt that's (laughs) why yeah (laughs)
1: yeah I know and then some Oh, some manufacturers love, a, love a, a 10, a 13, a 17, or a 19 spanner. Then all the other ones like the even numbers, the, f- yeah. the 14, the 16. And you're yeah.
0: like, ah, oh, Jesus. Just, oh, but then the Americans are all still talking in imperial. Everything's imperial over yeah, America. Yeah,
1: they use imperial. It's like, can we all just talk from the same hymn sheet? they yeah. are doing all this fancy technology and farming and all these... Oh, but do you know, the only thing
0: l- that is still... Like, There's actually metric in terms of like measurements of things in, in joinery, for example your your 8 before 4 sheet is no longer called an 8 before 4 sheet. It's now a 1206 or something by a whatever. So it yeah. still is eight foot by four foot, but it's called yeah, a 1206 yeah. and a whatever it is, width or, you know, it's it's said in mill, but it's still
1: an 8 before 4 sheet. You can understand why it'd be easier just to stick my 8 by 4
0: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Rather than so saying
1: like, the tiny wee bit of mill on the end.
0: Yeah, a, but like, so you get a 14 mil spanner. No, what is it? What is it? You get a half inch nut just about fits a 13 but not quite it's like a 13.3 or 13.2
1: yeah if you if you get a hammer on the end of it it'll go it'll on. fit the second time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it doesn't fit the first time once you take the grinder to it yeah <laughs> but then it doesn't Buffing fit a 13 a <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: so yeah was a bit of Anorak-ish. oh yeah, yeah. I, was, I was told the other day the anorak zip noise wasn't understood by by a few folk. My, when I got my phone out and was like, the anorak zip noise, let me get the anorak on. For the folk who don't understand that reference, it's basically, an anorak, somebody who is an anorak is like, really tuned, not either tuned into what they're talking about, but like, they know every single detail about what they're about to tell you. Yeah, they know everything about everything. Yeah, that's an anorak, for future reference.
1: <laughs> when he gets his anorak out again. <laughs> What's your opinions then on tech and farming?
0: I think tech's great. Um, everything we seem to buy at the moment, if we're buying new stuff, we wanted to be techy. Uh-huh. So like, my grain dryer's got a screen I can see from the phone to see how it's getting on, which is great. My tractor's all GPS'd up and, and all the memory of all the different kits on the tractor. Um, my sprayer's auto shut off. My fert box is auto shut off. It's variable rate. You know, It's expensive to buy, but if you start doing field variable, mapping... Do you use variable, the variable rate? Sorry. Not yet. And I haven't,
1: but it's, it'll do it? It'll
0: do it. OK. And I, my tractor now does it. It's got section control as well. So again, for the folk who don't know what the section control is, with GPS on the tractor, we'll know where you're spreading fertiliser, for example. And then it will shut the machine down incrementally across the width of the working width as you come out of each working pass. So yeah. if you've got a corner ender, like a triangle field you won't be 24 meters 0 i'll be overlapping by 23 meters or by overlapping by 12 meters and underlapping by 12 on your other side so it needs to be it shuts off every 2 meters every meter every 6 meters yeah basically whatever it takes set to do.
1: The, the, our job of turning off the machine when you've gone over pieces already basically stops any double passes and puts a consistent amount of Uh, Product, whether it's fertilizer sprayer across the whole of the field,
0: as long as you set the thing up correctly. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. The tech can be as good as you like if if the the person has set it up. Hasn't Uh, set it up, it's not worth it's waiting anything.
1: I had a bad, I had a bad one. You've seen it, you've seen it in the YouTube videos. But the sprayer, I was way to spray some wheat. Was this in the back end? And there was rain coming, and I was in a bit of a rush. I've got quite a bit done already. I was firing the chemicals in the sprayer. Let's get going. There's rain coming headed into the field, around the end rig, up, up and down three tram lines in the body of the field. And I ran out and I was like, that was meant to go a bit further than that. <laughs> <laughs> that was meant to cover most of this field. And I still had another 20 odd tram lines to do. Oh
0: my God. And then God. I, was like,
1: I just twigged. I was like, oh, put it on at double rate. Oh my <laughs> God. It's the first time I've done it. And last year was only, I hadn't done much spraying. I just, I started spraying two seasons ago now so did the injury grow <sighs> yeah you could definitely see it all year it got hit and hit hard mm. and our sprayer's not um it has got section control but it's not unlocked at the moment we're not going to for we'll talk about that in our time but so i'm just manually shutting it off yeah. when you come into your ins and outs so on the ins and outs it had four times the rate oh god <sighs> so i <it> absolutely <laughs> nailed it and you can see it thankfully it rained and uh I had to stop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable. I just, oh, I was head in hands. So oh, jeez. Anyway, yeah. I've done it once. Hopefully, I'll not do it again. But everyone's, everyone's. Yeah. You, well, have you done take, it
0: yet? Uh, well, I've, I've had various sort of yeah miscalculations and things like that. And yeah, you've been
1: you've been spraying.
0: It's my first year spring, so I've done a full yeah. season just about.
1: Yeah, so between us we're pretty novice at the spring. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's we're, not much expertise here. Not
0: not many enrosical points about us. Mm. <laughs> so um, I, I quite enjoy the spring, but um, you know, that's the tech we're all using is you know, GPSing and things It's quite simple stuff. Whereas you get the veg growers. Oh are, they are wow, they're They're growing they
1: are and they will be steps ahead of us all the time. The organic that. veg
0: growers and like a like a broccoli, no, sorry, like a cabbage grower might have an infrared camera set up at the front of the tractor corresponding to like a wee tine a rolling tine on an electric motor at the back that's then like ripping up all the weeds between the plants but it's so clever i mean it could it could be could go really wrong if you've not set it up right you could be ripping up all your plants that you've just lovely spent your time looking after so it keeps the weeds down which then doesn't take the nutrients away from the plant you're trying to grow which is great it's they've also got i've seen last year on a potato harvester like a, a magic eye above the picking table, where you pick off your stones and your old shaws and things that haven't been separated out of the machine. You do that manually. It's counting how many potatoes are on the table at one time. Huh. It's counting the size of them so you know how you basically when you get a contract in, they'll be you'll be asked, I want twenty five tons or you know, it's usually hundreds of tons, but twenty five tons of Maris Piper at sizing between twenty five mil and thirty five mil, for example. It's probably not that for other folk. But anyway. But you can look on your computer and you will know exactly how many potatoes of that size you have in the shed.
1: Yeah, it's amazing.
0: So then you've got to separate them all out, obviously, in the grading shed. But,
1: but you know how many there is. That, the grading shed will then, it, it will be the same way eventually. Cause you, you, have you ever seen these videos on TikTok and online of like the the factories that process apples?
0: There's one of these machines in, in, in the area.
1: Is there? Yeah. We need to go and see it. You
0: know the man, in fact. So, uh, well, I'm assuming you'll know the guy.
1: Um, So, um... effectively, it's a machine that has loads of wee fingers on it, and the apples all fall off in a cascade effect and fall off a wee ledge. And the wee fingers have, they are connected to a camera, which is. Censored everything above that and knows if there's a green apple coming down and it it's keeping all the red apples, the fingers move and they flick all the green apples out of the way. It's amazing.
0: Mm, that's pretty clever. No, that's not what this, this Tati Farmer has. Tati Farmer, I'm talking about, actually has an automatic grader. So, I usually, think I know the one, yeah. yeah, you'd need to have between two and six people or so on a grading line, depending on the grading line, depending how you've built it and designed it. Plus, then people moving boxes and in and out of the shed, and et cetera, and bagging, and et cetera. He did originally put in a, an old car factory welding arm, uh-huh. a robotic arm, and made it into a pallet stacker. So it was stacking all the potatoes onto the pallet for him yeah. in 40, 40 bags at a time, which is you know it's a, it's a lot of unruly weighting of bags. He had, he had to program the whole thing himself. So he's the only person who knows, knows how to program this thing now. The main machine they've bought has gotten away with the entire grading line at the side of the shed. They've reduced the staffing to like three people from 10 or something, something similar to that. You know, massively reduced it. The cost of building it will pay for itself in staffing alone in 10 years. Um, pretty good going, I thought. I mean, Yeah, yeah. that's and not to bad. To do it all himself. It's impressive. So, and it's, and he's, he is coding the whole thing himself. Like he, It's one of the first machines that's actually running properly, and he's standing there coding it every day. So it's learning. It's, it takes 60 pictures of each potato as it rolls over this little table mm-hmm. and knows that individual tatty to any other. Yeah, and yeah. And it keeps going round and round the system and, and just getting...
1: So, so far, uh, this, is a, this is a downside to tech, not on his system, mm-hmm. but on a system you'd buy from a f- third party or a manufacturer of kit, that is producing loads and loads of data, and that data, if you don't have full control of that, mm-hmm. and a is producing this um, piece of kit that is rolled out to, say it ends up, over the course of 20 years, in all the farms in the country, they have the data on all the yield, yeah. all the size of potatoes, they then use that data to their advantage, and quite often it can end up in the supermarket's advantage because yeah. they can use that data and say, "Well, this is how many potatoes are in the country, so you're not, we're not short right now." So very yeah, true. sold yourself. Yeah, but you've got
0: you've got to be really careful on knowing where your data is owned and knowing that you own it or don't own it, and be careful of how you use it, as you say. But if not don't then. Own it.
1: At the same time, on an individual basis, what what can you do?
0: Yeah. And with less, with less folk on the place that are going to keep wanting jobs, you need to be able to tech up so you don't need them.
1: Yeah, yeah it's folk, harder and harder ah, to our get jobs. people. We'll come in bloody work then. We won't need yeah, this stuff. It's harder and harder to find good and reliable people.
0: Yeah. But no, I, I think tech generally is good. Although I would say, say if overnight tonight the internet just stopped. End of story. I think it would be
1: for the better and the worse. Yeah, it would be absolute pandemonium, but. Say it's we'll, us
0: recording a podcast to the fucking internet. I know. Internet, but like... I know.
1: the <laughs> <I know. laughs> <laughs> heck. Yeah, it, it, I, do, I do agree with you there. Like, if you step back 20 years, it's just a better place in general.
0: Yeah. Is our company not very good then? Think? <laughs> <laughs> I know, but like, that's way
1: it's going. You can't, you've got to utilise it to your advantage because it's not going to stop.
0: No, it's not. And. But then there's so much just wasted time on the internet, isn't there? It's
1: I know you've got, it's very hard to be strict and cut out all the nonsense that's just yeah. like wasting your time. Because there is useful stuff. There's a lot of useful yeah. and helpful things on the internet, but there's a lot of nonsense as well.
0: Yeah, yeah really is. And then, But then the other thing is you can't get a hold of anybody because, oh, it's on a website, go into the website. So like, you know,
1: just speak direct. Oh, yeah, <laughs> getting someone on the phone is oh. such a nightmare. You, just, people don't want to... Be on the phone anymore? No,
0: no, I love a phone call. So you
1: get you get things done so much quicker.
0: Yeah, I hate texting. Can't stand a text. I would if it's like a group thing. Obviously, text is easy. Uh-huh. But if if someone's like phoning me or messaging me to say, can we do this then or that then? Just phone me. Just easier. Just phone me. And I'll answer the phone. Yeah, I agree. I yeah, agree. Definitely. Far easier. Yeah.
1: Anyway, right. Moving on. Indeed. Let's move on to the sounds this week. Oh yes. Have you got any good sounds? I've got some good sounds. I've got some good sounds. For anyone new to the podcast, we uh, play a couple of sounds of. Things or items on the farm And the particular noise that other person has to guess Loser of the week buys the beers for (laughs) next week Although the last few podcasts haven't been late on So we haven't been drinking too many beers No, there's
0: been lots of coffees There's a lot of build-up So
1: we'll have to drink them all at once one time (laughs) Right, I'll
0: go go first if you don't mind Yeah, on you go Ready?
1: something turning up to speed. I'm going to go for...
0: How ah, many points are you
1: going for? I'm going for three points. Oh, yes. No, I'll go for two points. I'm not 100% confident on this. I'm going to take a stab. Earlier on, I didn't think it was a combine, but just the longevity. I'm going to go combine. Firing up. Combine, firing up.
0: You're in nearly the right ballpark. It's the grain dryer starting up. Ah, oh,
1: damn it.
0: And interestingly, so I bought the grain dryer last year and I really looked at the power usage of the dryer before mm-hmm. we bought it. So it's run by electric and not by a power off the tractor. And it runs with... So is that a
1: portable one?
0: Yes, yeah. Okay, t- tower yeah. portable thing, yeah. Um, uh, it runs off three phase and it takes 80 kV to turn it on and it runs at 50 or 60. Mm-hmm. The... the Opponent of it that I was looking at took a hundred to start it, and it ran at eighty. I was like, "Well, we'll be having the lower." For the purpose. same
1: same output. For the same
0: output, I was like, "Well, we'll have the smaller one then." Thank you very much. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And it turns out, so I was told by the folk who are in the farmhouse the other day in the morning when they're having their breakfast, they can tell if I'm turning the dryer on. The lights, lights in the house dim, and then they come back when that when that noise is starting. The whole the house goes. Yeah. And we, I'm back up again.
1: I drain the grain dryer, so ours is a bit different to Crawford's. It's permanent, sits in place, can't move it. Um, but yeah, when it. It it's a batch dryer so it fills it fills up um, dries and spits it all out in a, in a cycle and we can tell in the house yeah when it's changing from it must be when the burners it must be when the burners no it must be when the fan starts t- up starts up but it's not a slow dim it's a boom Quick flash, lights are off and on. You can tell what the fan started.
0: Right, because that's quite a reasonably big fan for. Yeah. Just you know, it's it's a big basically a big flywheel. You know, it takes a lot to get it going. Yeah, yeah. But once it's going, it's it's easy to keep going. Mm-hmm. So that's when the power gets drawn down. Because I was like, well, do you know what? if the house is running all its all its appliances, all its white goods, I'm running air through the grain and in the in the shed and turn the dryer on. We we'd kill the farm. There's only hundred k coming in at the farm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if I had the bigger one, I wouldn't be able to run the farm. Yeah. So, um, well, that, that, that,
1: that, that was my sound there. That links me through to this is totally. It is related, but it's just a bit of a pe- pet peeve of mine. <laughs> it's um, in the farm shop. There's quite there's quite a lot of fluorescent lights, or mm. these strip lights. Yeah, yeah. And Fluorescent fluorescent bulbs are exactly the same. For them to turn on, yeah. they use a lot of energy um, to get up to light. So when they're sitting flickering, you know the ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They use loads and loads of energy when they're <laughs> flickering, versus when they're always on. Yeah. It's the because inst- that's what. I just remember a physics teacher at school, <laughs> whenever he left the room, he was like, I'm going to be back here soon, so don't turn the lights off. Use more energy if you turn them off and on again Yeah. Than well, there, them there on. There used
0: to be signs on our, on our school walls of, keep the lights on, it'll save less energy to turn them on and off. And so you just know, change them all to LEDs, because they are great.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. Um, such low energy uses. Yeah, right. well, your turn. I, it's my sound, so I don't, I don't get any points for that, Damn. I'm a minus two now. Oh, you are indeed. Minus a bit, right? Minus two. So what we do is basically, we guess the points. So I went for two, and if I get it wrong, I lose two points. Right. You ready? Indeed. Oh, sorry, my volume was low. ready? Yep. I'm trying to remember what that was myself. (laughs) Hold on, I've not named this one. Oh, I do know what it is. One more?
0: Yeah, one more, yeah. Right, I'm going to go to... I think you're in your workshop and you've got your set square out or whatever you're using as a set square and you've scratched a quick chalk line on something with your set square.
1: Wrong. Oh. It is a tape measure. Oh, right. Yeah, when you let go of it and fire it all back in. Yeah, I I can never get one. Just a short distance. (laughs) Yeah, it was only (laughs) out. Touch your fingers at the same time. It was only out a wee bit. (laughs) (laughs) Right, so you're minus two as well.
0: Yeah, Yeah, so we're both minus two. Do you want another one? Yeah, one more each. Right, we'll go for... <laughs> it didn't work, it stopped working. <laughs> You're beginning to be getting annoyed with it. Oh,
1: At the start, I was like, as he shot, as he clipped a pigeon, it's time to fly out the shed again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Actually, more I'm, difficult than I thought that one. I'm not a Scooby. Yeah, that was quite a difficult. And that was I don't think
1: anyone listening. Will no, that.
0: that was a retractable hose reel that stopped working halfway through me putting it back in again. <laughs> Are you joking? <laughs> Can I get another one? Yeah, I'll give you another one.
1: Yeah, that was a terrible one. Right, here we go. Ready? <laughs> you like a long recording? Ah, <laughs> oh, I've no ideas. I've got nothing, nothing. Can I get a clue? Um, again, it's in the workshop.
0: Um, someone, uh, there's a decent clue. It's not uh,
1: pillar drill or uh, something trundling away. Ah, <laughs> uh, go for two points, pillar drill.
0: Two points are yours. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you beauty.
1: Right, I've got one here, which I think is an easy one, but it's easy when you you know the sound. <laughs> yeah. you ready?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is. A, How many points? Oh, I'll, I'll go three. Knacker it. Three's going it. I'll go three. <laughs> I'll lose it. Right. <laughs> it's a piece of steel, potentially a bit of a long flat rod that you've dropped in the ground that's wobbled as it hits the ground. Do you want to hear it again? Yeah. <laughs> or is it a spring? It's, is it a coil no, spring? It's none. It's none oh, of
1: them. Oh. Uh, I'm opening the valve of the compressor. Oh. Letting the air out. I see.
0: I can, see, I can hear that now, yeah.
1: <laughs> winner, winner, chicken, oh, uh, That's your 2-0 two, two in winnings there then. Happy days. So in, this is a slightly different one this week. So normally we do listeners' questions, but instead of that, I've got, I put a question up about que- people's pet peeves. Mm, right. And I got some really, really good answers actually. Um, I'm just trying to find them. Okay, I've got the right. pet peeves and I've cool. got some absolute belters. I'm going to ask you a few and you tell me whether you do these things or it is a peeve a of peeve. yours as well. Right. Okay, cool, okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> we're going to, well, someone, quite a lot of people suggested sheep as a pet peeve. <laughs> <laughs> What's your opinion on that?
0: Oh, but generally just sheep. Um, I don't ever deal with them. So we rent some ground out for like winter grazing and they deal with it themselves. They so they don't
1: they don't escape and cause havoc all round your farm. They're
0: pretty good about fences, to be fair. Man, there's a neighbouring sheeping person that is 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 uh, he's got a lot of sheep to deal with that isn't quite so good at keeping them in in the winter time. But generally not bad.
1: Here's a good pet peeve. Trailer drivers that turn on the straw when carting off the combine.
0: Depends how long the field is. I, uh, yeah, yeah, that is true. It depends <laughs>
1: how far away you are from the injury. And
0: it depends if you're taking a straw or if it's like gone out to somebody else and they are bailing it.
1: I am guilty don't of not this. not all you like. I, I don't care where I am in the field, I will drive on the straw. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, but your combine spout
0: is the correct length for yeah. you to not drive on the straw so you've got no excuse to drive on the straw. my well, when, when you're not.
1: turning or... Yeah. I wouldn't drive down a boat just no. for the sake of it. No,
0: but like, it depends how long the field is. If it's just a wee short field and you've got lots of time to get back to the shed, just do the run and stay on a tramline if you can. Yeah, but if you yeah. don't have time, aye, burl about and get back to the combine.
1: Anyone listening, the reasoning for that, so when you're combining and you're putting straw out the back of the combine, if you then drive on it with the tractor and compact it all in, and then it rains, or it's just quite damp straw, it takes so much longer to dry yeah. out. But and every man hates it.
0: Then I suppose, the same on, on, the side, on the other side of that, it's only... Eight feet maximum between all your tires that's crushing straw. So it's not the end of the world.
1: It isn't the end of the world. No. Unless you are, does your spout reach over your... It's meant to.
0: So we put, it came within an extension, a four foot extension, and then it didn't quite reach the other side of the boat. So we put an angled end to the spout, not a a 90 degree, put a 45 on it. So it fired it even further, but it still didn't make it. So we've now taken the extension off. And Dad doesn't put it out quite as... He doesn't put it out the whole way.
1: And so you it, straddle it.
0: Yeah, try our best to straddle it. Yeah. Um. So that works quite well. Although we probably should just put the 90 degree back on it again. I think it would probably work better with a 90 degree end back on it again. And you could sit right in the middle.
1: Yeah, we, we were the same. When we ordered our combine, it's probably... What was it? It's on its third season, so a few years back. It was the same thing. We said, right, we want a combine spout that clears the bout. And the in its Sellers, they said, right, you'll need this spout. This is a double XL, it'll clear it. And I was looking at it, I was like, that's not gonna clear it, it's <laughs> not gonna clear it. So we ended up with a three or four XL spout, and it's perfect. Anything shorter, and it wouldn't be. Yeah. We wouldn't have been with the one they, they, they suggested we spec'd. but now that we do, we never run on any straw, basically, when you're unloading, yeah. other than me turning on it to wind up <laughs> Kev.
0: <laughs> the, if the combine header was 30 feet, I would want a really short spout
1: you think? I want to, tuck to sit,
0: in. yeah, between... Like in Australia, the, the this is... I, when I worked out there, we had... Um, the common had to... The common... The trailer driver had to sit about a foot away from the header horn. It was tight, but... And, and <laughs> I got the first time using GPS and anger really out there. And I hadn't realised when you stop, because you're you're full, the GPS doesn't react to it when you drive forward again. Uh-huh. You have to tell it to waken up. And there's a wee foot pedal you'll click and it'll steer you back in. Yeah, And I'd be like, yeah... The trailer driver was next to me. He was sitting on this line that he should be sitting on. And he's getting bloody closer to me. Get the radio. Call him, move over a bit. And over he'd go, like, keep going. And then, and then eventually I looked at my own header and go, oh, it's me! Jesus! It's me drifting six feet out the, out the, out the boat. I was like, oh, for God's sake, get back in there. So yeah, that was I'd rather fault. be, if it, was that, if it was wide enough, you'd want to be inside.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, here's one. When the farm is a hole. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> so farms that are a bit of a, burak. a dump.
0: Yeah, a, a, a midden, a burrach.
1: And there's a, there's a lot about.
0: I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I can be guilty for not tidying up the
1: farm often enough. It's e- it's easier to say, oh, tidy up the place, but quite often you're. It does take a lot of time to tidy up a whole farm. It does. It does and take it's a while. Easy, It doesn't take long for it to get into a mess.
0: No, although although sometimes you look around your own field place and you go, what an absolute dump! My God, get this sorted of out. And you make go to somebody else's farm, and you're like, well, actually ours is not bad. Not that bad. <laughs> like,
1: we're actually not bad here. <laughs> yeah, we 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 really got on top of it when I first came back from uni. Dunk, um, our now semi-retired tractorman, he was still at full time. So there was a year where we had we had effectively almost a full extra staff member. So yeah. we really got on top and started cleaning stuff up, and the farm was looking really good. Nick, but we've just it just stuff falls by the wayside, and you get a wee messy bit here and. It takes long. By the time you pile stuff up and trying to tidy up the workshop, that takes a, a month.
0: Yeah, that's and the workshop is my kind of domain, if you like. Um, so I'm the one that tidies it up, but then I do it maybe twice a year maximum and then gives it two weeks back to the state it was in, tools on the bench and, and there's like just uh, open open rags of stuff there and there's a piece of kit I was working on last week that's no longer needed, and it should yeah, be in the yeah. bending gone.
1: And all tools scattered round about it. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's like, where's that 13? It must be on the bench somewhere, right? <laughs> oh, I remember
1: where that 13 is, it's sitting in the ladder over up at the other yard. Go, oh. I should have put it back. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, right, we'll do a couple more and that'll be us. Um this is I quite like this one. Names on number plates, so like private number plates. What's your opinion on that one? <laughs> <laughs> Guilty. Yeah, we we enjoy a, a,
0: a whimsical private plate. <laughs> yeah, yours, do you enjoy them? Yours
1: says moo, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, in various forms. Yeah, we've got a few of them. So oh, you do. They do all, they all
1: around about the same top, like um, cows and moo or Yeah, there's, there's
0: two at the same age, Um and it's yeah. Um, they're great. We 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 had we've got a name on one, we've got just moo on another, uh, and then we've got a one that's a bull, uh, it's an eleven plate, and uh-huh. we've got, uh, yeah, there's 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 lot. There's, yeah, they're good fun, and there's there's guys that have got farm names. Um, but I did hear one guy. No, I, I won't go into it because it says it's farm, <laughs> it says his farm name, so I'm not going to go anywhere near it. But uh, yeah, he got really annoying things. Well, yours says only you know what that says. It was like three initials. Uh huh. And he said, "What's that? What your one even mean?" And I said, "Oh well, it's it's just cool, simple as." Yeah. And he goes, "What's your say?" Oh, it's you know, it says the name of the farm. It's like, well, who's going to know that? It's three initials.
1: <laughs> I'm not a fan. I don't like number plates, but a lot of people do like. Because they can
0: be cheap. You, you They don't, you don't have to be expensive ones. You see guys running about with like B9, for example. You know that'll yeah. be hundreds of thousands of pounds yeah, off yeah. Them and it's on a, on a pickup that's now dead. <laughs> <laughs>
1: or a Bentley. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right, one more, which is slightly more serious and kind of loosely based about what we've been talking about, and it's from Ewan. is He's on Instagram. He's that oh, wells yeah. farmer, you know. Yeah, I know of. Yeah, good guy. Uh, he said, "Farmers not taking holidays/slash time off in quotation marks. I'm too busy. Piss off," he says. <laughs> um, I, I semi, I semi disagree. I agree to the fact that I think people should try and get time off when they can or do other things. But also, I think, if you really enjoy being at home on the farm and you don't want to go away on holiday, then... As long as as your
0: balance is is correct. As long as you are happy with that, but know you're happy with it and don't just convince yourself you're happy with it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, you've got to... It's not what other people are thinking, it's whatever you enjoy. If you yeah. want to get away more, get away more. But then but if,
0: if you're if you're just like a, if you're on your own in that respect, if you're a single person and you go, No, I enjoy what I do at the farm every day, absolutely grand here, really enjoy it. I go to the pub with my mates at the weekend, no problem. Fantastic. If you are in a family situation and actually you really sit back and look, and go, Am I seeing my family often enough? Mm-hmm. Am I seeing my friends often enough? Is it good for my mental health? No. To all of these, then get off the farm and you Maybe know a day a here bit. and there you know even if it's a Wednesday and you, you go and you go and play golf on a Wednesday with your pals when the golf course is empty because everybody else is at work well what's wrong with that if like, if you're at the farm every day anyway choose, yeah. your, choose your own weekend it doesn't have to be Saturday, Sunday
1: yeah it's, it's specific to your own situation yeah but yeah yeah, I know what it means okay right let's do a couple of valuations now so have you got a couple of good ones for me
0: yep I've got a good one to start you off here a bit of left field so um, how about a livestock shed for you? Oh. <laughs> 100, 100 foot by forty foot by fifteen foot. I'm assuming that's maybe to the eaves, um, plus a four foot by six four foot six inch
1: cantilever as well. At the end, uh-huh. the, end okay. of the shed, yeah. So not including putting it up. Not including putting it up, but it comes where it's it's been taken down. No, this is brand new. Oh, brand spanker.
0: Yeah, this is brand new. Yeah. Oh, it's priced.
1: Yeah. Hundred foot by forty foot. By, f- by, by I'm 15. Assuming 15
0: high, I'm assuming.
1: Wow, okay. Um, so it's not massively tall. Oh, 100 by 40. That is very But because it's tricky. not tall, it wouldn't be
0: that thick a steel. It wouldn't need to be big, chunky steel because no, it's not that no. tall. No, no.
1: 100 by 40, that is... Oh. Not that it. big a shed. No, but it's not small. Oh, I'm really struggling here. I'm going to take a punt at 53. It's 26 and a half. Oh, my God. I'm miles off. I'm awful at these valuations. <laughs> 26 and I half. should really pull the floor. At least I'm not a valuator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I've got an interesting one for you. 2011 Land Rover Defender. Oh, no. It has done 156,000. It says clo- miles. Sorry. 156,000 miles. Good condition. Um, two keys. 2.4 liter Puma engine, so it's the Transit engine. Oh yeah. Six speed manual. Um, is it 110? Loads 90? of tread left. <laughs> um, it is a 110 hardtop. Right, so it's a station wagon kind of style.
0: Yeah. Um, mileage is almost relevant in a Defender nowadays, isn't it? It's just the price. Uh, That's, this is ex VAT. Ex VAT. Oh right, okay, ex VAT. Heated seats. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite isn't HSE spec, is it? <laughs> yeah. um, I'm gonna say. 2011? 2011.
1: 2011. 2011. 17 and a half. 20 and a half. I was going to say 20, but I thought, nah, that's not as big as that. That shed you spoke about, was that... It's <laughs> still for sale. That. What does that come with? Roof, sides?
0: Uh, um, yeah, because, yeah, basically including concrete panels as well.
1: You're joking.
0: <laughs> no, that's there. And I was like, you can get a straw shed here that says, including roof and end cladding for 100 foot by 50 by 21 for 28. And you get a 1,000 tonnes grain, grain store, 80 by 60 by 20, tall uh, 20 tall, including concrete panels, X-Works for 52.
1: I need to phone up uh, Simon from s and give him and a... go, oh! <laughs> what
0: are you playing at? Here now, here. Jeez. Would you like another one or... or are you yeah, happy? One, more. One, more. one more. One more, right, okay. Oh, chings, where's it going? I had it, I had it, I had it, I had it. i went back the pages. Oh, I find the mark. I find it. Apologies, everybody, here we are now. Okay, a K2 14-tonne, Curve silage and grain trailer, A twenty twenty plate. It's got a hydraulic tailboard as standard, uh, sprung axles, air and oil brakes, LED lights, big fat tyres. Eighty percent good. Um, tidy trailer had little use. Little?
1: What year was it again? Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty K two fourteen tonner. Silage sides as well. Silage sides as well. Um, twenty twenty. I'll take a punt at. It's gonna be sub twenty. I'd say it's between over 15. I'll go I'll go bang in the middle,
0: 17 and a half. It's a fraction more, 19.950. You were closer oh, okay. to it. Mean, I thought that was a good deal. I mean, yeah. yeah. I would have, you know, could have a look you at it. buy it. it. <laughs> don't have a big use Who's for that at the moment. Uh, GS Brown. G- GS Brown, you're well. Devon, you've got a haul at home as well, though. Devon's a long way away. I don't know if you get a deal out of them. You're going to get a 500
1: pound haulage as well on top of that and, and the rest. Okay, last one. Okay. JCB. Five three six ninety five telehandler. 95? Yeah. 9.5 metres? Yeah. Wow. So ours are 536-60, so yeah. it's 6 metres. So it's a bit longer than that. Um, 22 hours. <laughs> uh, 23 plate. Um, it comes on these kind of commercial tyres like we've got. Right, yep. Uh, big chunky things. The rock tyre kind of things, yeah. Yeah, 12 months warranty. Yeah, standard. Um, yeah, 40k box.
0: I'm going to say... 87
1: with or without that
0: without without 99 really yep I always thought they were a lot cheaper I mean it's 10, it's 10 metre reach just about it's a big forklift.
1: yeah yeah I mean tell you because
0: that's know. the kind of price of a TM if you have a bendy one yeah but I yeah. always thought they were more expensive than the static ones
1: they are but the, the but, bendy um, ones have probably gone up as well oh yeah but they're what they pretty, s- pretty close to that though it's think, actually, there's not a lot more than that. Yeah, we 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 priced a forklift last year, or yeah, at the Highland Show last year. Right. Uh, we asked to get a quote for one. that was like, Un- <laughs> what the <Flipping laughs> neck We just said nope. <laughs> or we we'll come back next year. We not Do bought
0: we bought a new one this year, and it was yeah, it was big money. Uh, but the forklift we have sold, which we bought second hand, we just about got the same money for it. Yeah. Second And, and we and we put up. five thousand dollars on it. And we nearly got the money we paid for it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so, well, all the second. It's like our combine we bought was the third season. we are maybe not quite get what we paid for it now after its third season, but it's worth didn't, a hell Didn't you of a look lot at more. changing it next year? Uh, no. No, no, no. All right, right. No. I was going to say, if you were, to be honest, I would actually... You have like, <laughs> <You're> to. <after it. laughs> how would we be looking at it? Oh, if we changing it, I'll give you a call. <laughs> I got a photo of our old combine yesterday sent to me, cut, cutting wheat. Oh, really? And then, in the Scottish Farmer, uh, the last one that came out, or maybe the one before that, our old, old combine, our old Dominator, maybe that was three combines ago, it was on the front page. Really? Yes, it's, it's Sandy from Sellers, please. Oh, nice. Fired out a message, said, that's your combine on the front page. Oh, that's pretty one. cool, right? Yeah, yeah, it must have had at least two two owners between us and where it is now. Wow, right. It looks still looks mint. Right. Still look good. Must have had new panels. <laughs> are you joking oh, there we go cheers from me Crawford
0: and it's thanks from me as well adios cheers bye
1: <laughs> thank you again for listening to the 2 Farming Crawfords podcast please don't forget to rate us 5 stars and follow us on Spotify if you have not already follow us on Instagram and you can ask us some listeners questions throughout the week that we'll try and answer during the podcast cheers again